Man, Bo, it's a pleasure to finally have you on the podcast, episode 114. You was giving buckets Monday <laughs> at, at the men's league, man. Tell me, tell me about that. The the highlight tape. I saw the views. What 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 was your thoughts when you saw your tape and knowing like, man, if I would have had this type of content back in the day? Yeah, absolutely. You know, with you and, and we got next hoops is doing in the gym hoops, a lot of guys. It's just providing exposure for these uh, student athletes. Right. And I know as a high school coach, it's, it's 100% appreciated. Um, you know, some of, of it is kind of watered down. Right. But but it has is it serves its purpose, absolutely. So, um, and for, for me, man, it's just fun. I, I yeah. go out there in men's league, just get some cardio. Right. You had um, 30. You had 30, though, that, that Monday night. Well, you know. They, they uh, was talking, South Beach say <laughs> they was about to win – and, and and beat you guys by 30, but you guys was the underdogs. And when I saw the, the score. Rico, I, I never the underdog. Hey, hey Bo, you, you had. You had Charles Cooper, Cedric Wooder together. Ty, uh, we ne never CB got. They said CB got a tech. He did. I didn't believe that CB's not a person to, like, get a tech. So yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe that. So how is it, like, at the, the new community center, for those who don't know, where is it at? Yep, uh, located probably not even less than a mile up from Maryville High School. Uh-huh. Um, got rock climbing. It's got uh, three, three full courts. Got a nice walking track, uh, big banquet center, uh, brand new football field for our Pop Warner team. Nice. So really nice, man. Um, got to do the right things with it, as all things. You know, the field house closed down in Maryville. Right. Not too long ago. So, um, but shout out to Dean and Barbara Wright. They're doing a real good job building these facilities out here. Awesome. And, no, the men's league is just some some fun to do, man. Right. I don't, I don't talk no smack or yeah, or like that. No, no for sure. You guys went out there and hoop, man. I'm gonna have to stop by one of these Mondays when I'm not at Bosco, and because I, I definitely want to check out the facility. Talk about what is, is it? I'll take another mixtape too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> court, court, courtside, courtside Lux, man. I passed by yeah. it yesterday. I was on my way to to Square Roots, and I'm like, oh shoot, it's like. It's right there, Courtside Lux, man. Talk about how instrumental that is for the region of Northwest Indiana. Yep, uh, super instrumental, man. Um, Coach Lux probably brought the vision to me. This was probably four or five years in the works, to be honest. Um, it's something that both of us always wanted to do. Um, he had the resources and the knowledge to get it done. And honestly, I'm just blessed to be a part of it, man. Um, he's given me pretty much freedom to kind of do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't get off the ground this summer, uh, the next couple of summers to come, uh, we definitely want to make it something special for the region. So I think that's an outlet for a lot of guys to, to get it in. And especially when you know the culture and, and know how hard it is to, to be in the gym. And, and I think having that location there in crown point and just having another outlet is, is just huge for the region, both for, for a lot of people that follow you talk about your season and things that you've learned and how you grew as a coach. Absolutely. Um, I learned, number one, you got to set the expectation high. Um, kids are going to pretty much get away with what you allow them to get away with. Right. So um, um, as, as a young coach, I'm learning that expectation needs to be up here and it has to stay up here. Absolutely. And also learning that it starts with your best player. If your best player is not your hardest worker, I know it's cliche, but if your best player needs to be your hardest worker, not only for that season, but all those young guys are watching him. So for me to have a stable program and a powerhouse program going forward, 
I need my best players to always be my hardest workers. So okay. I also need them to pour into the young guys. Like, um, I love DJ Wilkins, Jonah Jackson, Cam Will, by Malik. Anytime, right. no, anytime I call those guys, they jump on the Zoom call with me. Um, they come at home giving guys knowledge. They texting my guys. And that's what I'm trying to build, a culture, a culture of winning, a culture of getting guys in college, then a culture of, of, of learning who God is. Right. So, how do you how do you balance that though for for the student athletes because social media is a huge role absolutely um, it's right there and mm-hmm. players after the game go straight to their phone and mm-hmm. they could compare themselves to other athletes and everybody has their own journey and story but how do you let them know like hey man like don't pay attention to what you see all the time because you don't even know their grind or, or story right. so so what's the message you tell them about social media Yep, it's uh, you know, the comparing thing is huge, man. And and even as adults, we tend to compare ourselves. You know, someone right. gets a new house and you don't, you know, you still live with your parents or, or cars and things like that. And it's just something you have to learn to overcome. Like right. all of us have a purpose and all of us have different timing and things. Absolutely. So from a high school perspective, as a high school coach, we tell our guys, we always go to the underdog story. The Steph Curry, the Dame Lillards, yeah, the CJ McCullops who went to Lehigh Davidson, you know, and uh he's right now. You're like, yeah, there you go. When, when is there? You go. Um, I'm gonna just skip to it. Talk, talk about your experience at, at Bosco, Bo, and everything you learned learn with Nico and, and Dave and the, the culture at Bosco. How was your experience there? Man, probably one of the the greatest decisions I made uh, to go to Bosco. Uh, Dave, Dave name speaks for itself. The Bosco name speaks for itself. And for me to get a chance to work with a guy I grew up with and Nico, um, phenomenal experience, man. I, I can't, I can't thank those guys enough. Me and Dave still talk at least once a week. You know, me and Nico always gonna, gonna be tight. Um, but that, that experience, man, just to see how things were run from a, a player development perspective, and not just skill stuff. I'm talking about weights to uh, rest time, recovery, right. all of that, man, from a recruiting perspective, just to see how Dave did things and to see Nico's intensity and player development uh, skills. It was it was something that, that honestly, I'm doing the same exact things here in Maryville. I Absolutely. think the biggest thing is recovery, though, man. The recovery is huge. Like, giving, times, giving guys mental space and, and physical space to uh, get their bodies back in order. Right. So if we play a Friday, Saturday game, we usually not practicing on Monday. We either get some shots up or we're doing some yoga or I'm getting right. my guys ice bath. And that's just to keep them fueled for the season to go. No, no question. And there was some like discussions, open discussions about now in, in today's era about AAU games, how like you're mm-hmm. playing five or six games now in a week. Yeah, yeah. What what's your thoughts behind that? Like behind that? Yeah, uh, man. You know, we did it, so. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, but, and you talked about mental health, too, now. Like yeah, I said, yeah, five, true. six games for the young kids yeah. now. It's, it's, it's something huge and needs to be discussed. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not a scientist or, a, a, you know, anything like that by any means. But, you know, I, I think we are overdoing it to an extent. Right. Um, and I think, uh, I think, we ha- I think if I'm not mistaken, AU has toned it down because I know where you can play. In that championship round, you can play five or six games that Sunday. Right. I believe we have a limit now, so I know we're trying to do better. But long as who's ever making decisions puts the student athlete first, I think we'll be fine, man. Um, when uh, 
we were playing like AAU. We had like two, three games that day. We never really went to our phone to, to see if we got a highlight after our game. And, and I yeah. see kids go straight to their phone. And, you know, it's mental, mental health month. And I can only imagine if a kid gets dunked on and how that just lowers his confidence for the next game. Absolutely. And, and everyone knows in that gym, like it was you. And I was like, mm-hmm. like now it's just like, you, you gotta be mentally strong and, and you gotta have yeah. a strong supporting cast more than ever for the young guys. Oh, Bo, yeah, I mean, that's, um, yeah, I'm here, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I had thought, thought you had another phone call. Yeah. Um, What I was gonna say, what, What's your expectations with, with Maryville and, and bringing Dominique Nelson on board? Shout out to him. He's uh, a dope-ass coach. I had the experience of crossing paths with him when I filmed over the on the fall league. And um, at that time, I just saw the passion that he had. Um, what What's it like bringing him on board and the culture that you're bringing to Maryville? That's huge, man. To bring uh, Dominique on with that experience, um, that intensity, that knowledge of the game, man, it's, it's, it's huge, man. And, you know, me and him did a camp together, uh, I think about three or four years ago. And honestly, I told him, I think that was just God planting the seed for, for now. Right. Um, do I expect him to be here that long? Right. I don't think so. Cause I think he a head coach um, at the next level or at the high school level again. But if, if I just got him for a year or two or whatever, man, um, I'm blessed. We blessed to have him. And honestly, man, every year I go to win state championship. Right. So I talk about set that expectation high. I don't make excuses. Um, kids transfer, my talent level, all that. I don't make excuses, man. Uh, my job is to put these kids in the best position I can. Number one, to be successful men. Number two, to maximize their ability on the court. So um, something I don't take lightly. And, and you know, it's, it's a work in progress. And in the last segment, what's it like fatherhood? Uh, congratulations. You just recently had a baby not so long ago. Yep. You in Victoria. What, what's it like, man, fatherhood? Talk about that for the, the young young fathers out there that's that's trying to learn the game. Yep. No, man, I, I, I love it, man. I'm running home to my daughter after practice, after work. Uh, but the other side of that is it's time for something, man. Our lives have completely changed. Uh-huh. And until you have a, a, a son or a daughter, you don't really understand. Right. Um, but, you know, you know, the little stuff like getting up, you know, 30 minutes early to get your daughter ready, get her out the house, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a different type of love, to be honest, man. But I cherish it, man. Uh, my daughter is nine months now. Man. And she has grown. I mean, the stuff she does now is incredible. And uh, I'm a protector uh, now. So yeah. got, I'm a person I got to look after. And uh, I try to keep out of basketball, though. Get to play golf or tennis. For sure. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, the, the individual sports. No, I, I feel you. It's crazy because time flies, Bo. You be like, yeah. like, man, I remember my first game at Maryville. You know, mm-hmm. I can go back and remember my first game playing at the pro level and, and playing my first game at varsity and knowing, mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm a freshman playing varsity. But exactly. the, the youth um, needs more mentors and mm-hmm. outlets to to share their their problems because I think a lot of guys, man, are so closed-minded and they don't know, like, hey, man, you have the resources around you yes. just to get out your comfort zone. Exactly. And, and you'll be amazed the responses you get when uh, a player, a student athlete share something that's going wrong in their, their life, because there's nothing like we haven't experienced before. Mm-hmm. So when a player no. be trying to hide something, 
I'd be like, dude, just share it. I'm yep. pretty sure it's, I have an answer to that problem. Yep. So the answer's out there. Like you said, yeah. a lot of a lot of young people, any even older, are closed-minded and just want to keep things to themselves. Um, and there's some things I've been even guilty of that. But I, I've learned over time that, number one, we all need somebody. So we all need a mentor. Right. If you're up here or down there, we always need somebody. And, you know, just to quote scripture, the Bible says two is better than one. Iron sharpens iron. And um, so we, we all need somebody. So you can't be afraid to open up. Um, you should at least have one person that you can pretty much tell anything that you can trust that's not going to judge you and go back and tell everybody. Absolutely. So, Bo, yeah. I, I want you to talk about uh, A.J. Dixon. Uh, I think he has a tremendous upside. The, mm -hmm. the player that he could potentially be next season is, is first team all area. He could also make mm -hmm. strides to become an Indiana all-star if he has a mm -hmm. great season. Talk about him and the expectations you have for him. Uh, super high expectations, man. We're talking about a 6'5", uh, ultra-athletic, uh, growing IQ guy who can pass, dribble, and shoot. Um, AJ can play some one. Um, got, got a long ways to go, but he can play some one. And, but he can also guard some fives at the high school level. So I think at the next level, he's going to be best suited for that, that three position. Right. Um, but if AJ can just lock in, number one, defensively, He's got to be. He's got to be guarding the best guy every night. Number no two, question. He's got to be a monster on the boards, kind of like you was in high school. I expect Ooh. AJ to leave games with 15 rebounds. There's no way he should never leave a game with under 10 rebounds. And then uh, the scoring part, you know, that just takes care of itself. You can score the ball. You can score the ball. So we'll put him in good positions to to, to score the ball. Um, and if he can do those things to put the team first and improve in his leadership skills, um, the the ceiling is is through the roof. Sky, sky's the limit. A lot, exactly. a, lot, a lot of people that follow you on social media knows how hard you work for your guys. Explain why is it important for you to bring your guys on, on social media the way that you do? Yep. Uh, number one reason, I remember when I was in high school and I didn't really have that support. Right. So I know my dad, who was new to it, because I was the first one who was seeking a college scholarship in our family, was new to it, and, and he was doing all the work. So um, it was something that, that, that I wish I had some, some help with. And I would love to have, you know, the outlets, the resources that these kids have now. So I'm adamant about that, man. And number one, and also it gives the kids uh, a chance to be successful instead of sticking around here or, or just going to work, which is nothing wrong with. But um, it gives the kids a chance to, number one, get a free education. Um, number two, to get to play the game they love. Uh, and number three, just to experience something new. You go to a college campus, it's something new. Right. It's diverse. You get to meet new people. You get to network. Uh, internships, all those things important, man. So not just the sports aspect of it, but just, man, I want these kids to experience as much as they can uh, to see what the real world is like. Bo, thanks so much, bro, for coming on the podcast. Cannot wait to have you back on again. I plan on having you back as, as the fall comes around, as we get ready back for high school basketball. Um, Absolutely. Hey, the hey. reason going to be, hey, I, you know, Gary West had a course with Jalen. Yeah. 21st is stacked over there. Uh, of course, the DAC is always loaded, so looking forward to it, man. Oh, hey, for the for those that, like, you know the grassroots business as well. Yep. Where, where do you see the future of grassroots basketball going now for AAU? Oh, man. Uh, you know, A, it's kind of different now, man. I know we, in July, we're going to have a back our shoe circuits, right, UIBL. Yeah. I'm going to put that schedule out. Um, honestly, I like it to where all these shoe companies are merging and playing against each other. Right. Um, I understand that, you know, you want to keep competitive with the, with, with the, just the top teams, but 
I like it where all these these different, even non-sponsored shoe company, uh, non-sponsored teams are playing the sponsored teams, man. Um, I think it's it's like college now. You get yeah. a chance for that underdog to be successful. You also uh, provide opportunity for kids who are not getting recruited to get recruited. So um, um, I don't know, man. That's I leave that to y'all at Speece and, and Mean Streets and, and all these other guys, man. Hey. So I'm off the AAU scene now. Uh, maybe Mark will bring me back on next year. So we'll see. Hey. Hey, the ship's big, big enough for all of us, Bo. Like yep. I said, it's it's became it's become a a, a more entertainment business mm-hmm. because I, for the for those who don't know about the grassroots business, you see on TV you got Team Sizzle, on the G League you you got Team Ignite. Like yep. people want players to get paid now. Players Absolutely. aren't players aren't going overseas as much as you would want them to. They're mm-hmm. they're fighting for a spot in the G League because the G League yep. is just giving extra rosters. And when people talk about, hey, I'm gonna give you fifty thousand, that for a lot of players, that's that's a lot of money. Exactly. Well, you got the overseas elite league now giving what hundred? Yeah. Right? Even more. So you, you got yeah. that. You got overtime. Like you got these investors now. I'm sorry, overtime elite. I'm yeah. sorry, not overseas. I'm thinking you, about TBT. Uh, yeah, and that and that's coming up in July. A yep. lot of people are yep. training just for that. I know my mm-hmm. guy AJ Hammond is making strides to get back in the league, and he is going to play in a TBT. Yep. Like, like that's huge. So yeah, it's good exposure for him. And, and TBT has grown over the years. You know, I was in it coaching in it when it first started. Sure. Nobody took uh, it really serious. How, how so was it when you coached it? I know I, I'm gonna let you go though, Bo, but how yeah. was it coaching in the TBT? Oh, I love it, man. Started. Yeah. I, I got to coach against, you know, Aaron Kraft and um, Will Buford, Jared Sellinger played that year. So it's super fun, man. And the region, you know, we're going to get a team in it this year. Um, Core, Gerard, Gino, and a couple yeah. of other guys, uh, some top guys. So I, I love it, man. I look forward to it every year. I'm trying to get on the W side this year. For sure. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. some shout out to Cornbread. I, I hope Brendan Dawson could play in a TBT. That would, that would be nice. Yeah, I think he's going to go to Michigan State uh, alumni okay. too. So, so that, yeah. That would yep. be huge. A lot, of, a lot of people want to see him, you know, play for the hometown team. I think it'll be really yep. dope. I hope yep. I get the opportunity to shoot it. I would love to, yep. uh, but I don't think so because the how the schedule is going to be coordinated. But but thanks, but make sure you get out there. Yeah, I, sure I, there. I I appreciate it too, man. You taking yep. the time out your day to come on the pod and, and show love. Yeah, appreciate it always. I still watch them. Yeah, so. my, my guy. <laughs>